What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the No Clearance Podcast, where we use hip-hop and R&B as a catalyst to discuss life. I, of course, am your co-host, T, from the DMV, Refit PG, and I'm here with the young brother, the young king, uh, a Somerville legend, Jalen. <laughs> How you doing, my brother? But you coming, Nick? <laughs> big Griselda, big BSF, big, <laughs> big podcast. podcast. <laughs> Oh man, I'm excited today, man. We finna talk about Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof. Burden of Proof. It's gonna be a good one. And we uh, have a special guest. We're gonna have a special guest with us who we're gonna interview later on in this podcast. We got Von Don, another Somerville King. He's from Somerville, right? Yeah, he's from Somerville. Another you know, Somerville King. From Somerville. Most definitely. Another guest. I'm gonna give him a good Pitt. introduction. Oh, you doing the intro? Bet, bet, bet. Uh, now I'm introducing. I, I got some things to say. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, well, Jay, how you doing? First off, good, man. I'm good. You know, in the dream. Great day. You know, I'm I'm a little sad, but you know, we'll yeah. Get to that. I see your shirt. Yep. Shout out Toby Nuguay. Ooh, sideways, sideways. <laughs> I like it. I like it, man. It's good, man. I had I had a good day too. A little rough morning, but uh, yeah. I'll tell you about that off air. Um, so let's start our podcast the way we always do, man. You know, this show is not only about hip hop, but it's about blackness. And so we are doing our Black Women Crush and our Thank You Black Mans for the week. And this is my week to select a Black Women Crush. And I decided to do some research into black women in the finance slash investment sector, uh, investment industry call it, sector. Um, and so I came across a woman by the name of Melody Hobson. This Melody Hobson, straight out of Chicago, Princeton University grad. She mm. is currently a chairwoman of Starbucks Corporation. Not mm. only is she the chairwoman, she is the chair of the board of directors for Starbucks, my brother. She mm. is running stuff. You know what? I might have to look into that stock. Yep. Not even gonna lie after hearing that I one. I didn't know that. She who's she married to? Who's she to who's she married to? I'm oh. excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. I was going, I was working my way up. Sir. I know, I just got excited, you know. Golly, I shouldn't even have told right. you. Yes, all right. She is married to the legend. One of the few white men that I can truly respect, George Lucas, the maker of Star Wars, the king himself. I, I didn't know he was married to a black woman. This is, he this is, is married exciting to, to a black woman. George Lucas got himself not only a black woman, but a boss black woman. All right. Yep. She was a former chair chairwoman of DreamWorks Animation. She helped sell DreamWorks to NBC. So she got mm. that. She got that paper. She was a president and co-CEO of Ariel Investments. And if you haven't heard of Ariel Investments, this is one of the top black owned money management, mutual fund management companies in the U.S. Mm. She was the first African-American woman to head the Economic Club of Chicago. I don't really know what that mean, but I know it's dealing with some money. Sounds like money. It sounds like money to me. Big money. Big money. <laughs> she was one of the highest profile African-American corporate directors. And mm. she is number 94 on the Forbes 100 most powerful women. Damn. Not just black women. I'm talking but women. Women in general. Yes. And I, I watched a couple of her TED Talks, bro. She is big on diversity in the corporate space. And she is also big on financial education to our youth. She's, she has a financial education like curriculum. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Miss Melody Hobson, shout out to you. We appreciate the work you doing over here at the No Clearance Podcast. Keep making moves, keep opening doors for these black women, especially in the finance space, because there's not a lot of them in there, especially in these corporate rooms. The board of directors, like she really out here making moves. So you keep doing what you're doing. You keep treating George yep. Lucas like a king. Yep. <laughs> and more respect to you. So, Jay, what is your what is our thank you, black man, for the week? 
Who is? I said, what? Who is? I think you black man. Well, first I'm going to say, you be outdoing me in this damn section every week. I got to do better. But my <laughs> thank you, black man. First off, I want to say R.I.P. Kobe. Yes. Before I get into my thank you, black man, R.I.P. Kobe. Yes, indeed. Strong black man. I was thinking about making him my thank you, black man, but I feel like it. I just feel like we need to just like give him his own thing. Yes. You know yes, what I'm saying? Indeed. So, Yes, indeed. Uh, my thank you, Black man. So my thank you, Black man, this week is Nate Parker. It's Nate gotcha. Parker because I I keep picking actors and stuff, but I keep seeing amazing things by Black actors and Black people in entertainment. So I have I can't help but pick them. But he recently released American Skin, mm. and he wrote and directed the movie. Fire. So watch this movie and I'm watching it and the movie brought a tear to my eye. Not many movies made me cry. That's I mean, Onward made me cry, but you know, that's different. But <laughs> I not many it. movies brought tears to my eye. <laughs> and I was watching this movie and I just started thinking about Nate Parker and I'm like, why isn't he making, why is it more movies and more and more, more stuff coming from him and in, in the entertainment? Like this movie, American Skin was done very well. They, I like the way they filmed it. Great film techniques. Then you look at the Rotten Tomato scores, and it got horrible scores from all white critics. Mm. And it's like the movie's not made for you. It's made for us. Indeed. So I just want to say, thank you, black man, because this is the second movie he's made for black people, about black people, and it's something that needs to be seen by everybody. Because it wasn't just a once, it's not just for us, it's for everybody. Because the conversation in the movie was a strong, powerful conversation. A lot of people need to hear these, hear these, hear these things. May I say so something I real say, quick? You can say something, say something. I urge everybody who's listening to this podcast, go on Rotten Tomatoes and give... Wait, can we do that? We can go on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, right? yeah. They have the, audi- the audience scores are 97 for it. Movie. Oh, oh, well, bet. The we keep, critic keep, score is like 20-something. Keep and, up and in that. It's a huge discrepancy. Keep it's up like in that. It's like ridiculous. It's all about the people anyway. And if y'all know any movie critics, you know, tell them, give it that rating it deserves. Yep. And we're going we gonna to send out the message on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Continue, sir. And I want to wrap this up by saying thank you, Nate Parker. Thank you, Black Man, for continuing to make movies for Black people and spreading Black stories Amen. to the world. Um, shout out to you, Nate Parker, a real G. He really, really, like, very courageous. A very courageous I feel like man. he's gotten blackballed. He made that Nate, he made that Nat Turner movie and then nothing. Like, well, the and thing, when he like, started making it, he got uh, an allegation came out of nowhere yeah. from when he was in college. Yeah. A case that he beat. Yeah, look. Like it's yeah. not even and it was and it was proven that it wasn't him who did it. Man, it was someone he knew. The beauty so, about they, 2021, the beauty about where the time we live, you can only blackball yourself. Exactly. And like he said, he's just gonna keep taking his time to make quality. Stuff and people are going to enjoy it. He's like, okay, so what if Hollywood? Like, yeah. who cares? He's just, just going to keep doing, doing it, man. So, Issa Rae got her own production studio. So exactly, we exactly. We, we don't we need, we don't need them no more. Um, <laughs> hey, big shout out to the OG Triple OG, my grandfather-in-law, man. <laughs> big shout out <laughs> to you, Mister Payne. Uh, you just a you just a legend, bro. I look. I'm not even gonna get into the to the whoop de whoop, but you already know I got much love for you. Thank you for you know giving me a job when I was dead broke. Thank you for looking out for your boy. Uh, thank you for you know uh, just having a lovely family. You know when I was into you know I'm now I'm part of that family, and so happy birthday to you. Much respect and much love. Happy birthday. Indeed, indeed. And um, to end this segment, before we lead into the podcast, man, once again, as Jalen stated, rest in peace to Kobe, rest in peace to Gianna and those who were lost in that uh, helicopter crash. Um, Kobe was uh, raised in Philly. You know, I always feel like I'm connected in that sense, me being born in Philly with family in that area. Um, His laws really hit, hit all of us hard. And, and so we just want to do a quick uh, moment of silence for him before we go into the rest of this episode. 
So yeah, let's have that moment of silence. All right, what's up, everybody? We are back once again on the No Clearance Podcast. And man, we got a special guest with us today. I'm gonna let Jay, I'm gonna let Jay do the introduction. Do your yep. thing, bro. Yep. I'm I'm excited today, man. Oh. This is my boy from back in the day. Stand day by. one, man. Thanks. Original, original last of the light skin. Original. <laughs> it was me and him back in the day. Yes, I call sir. him Wheezy. Y'all might know him as Von Don. This is my boy, homie for life, Ryder. Welcome to the podcast, man. My man, Von Don. Hey, it's a pleasure, man. I'm so happy to be here. No Clarence podcast. I've been a fan. I've been tuned in with y'all since day one. You know what I mean? Hey, so I'm happy to finally be a part of it, you know? Uh, we appreciate that. I'm glad you've been a day one fan because, boy, that first episode was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but you show growth. You see that's growth day. in the episode, yeah. and, and that's all that matters, you know? That's for sure. That's for sure, man. That's for sure. So, bro, we here to, we here to talk about, you know, burn the proof. Yep. Benny the Butcher. Yeah. The Butcher coming, like Nick. Butcher coming, <laughs> Griselda. <laughs> All right, man. This is one of the one of the new the newer artists coming up in the game right now. So uh Vaughn. Well shit. Uh, man, forget Benny real quick. Vaughn, you're you're rapping yourself. Yes, sir. Uh, let, we, let's let's first talk about you, man. Uh first off, go ahead and represent where you from. Oh yeah, Von Don coming out of Somerville, Massachusetts. You feel me? The Ville, Somerville, aka the Ville, aka Full Fifth. You know, we go by a couple aka names, but Somerville, Massachusetts. I like to represent Massachusetts as a whole because I feel like we don't got too many artists. Um, Now, as of recently, kind of have artists popping out of Boston and Mass, but like um, we don't have too many kind of representing Massachusetts. So I try to represent the whole Mass, but Somerville is where I'm from. Yeah, I tell Jay, uh, you know, the only artist I know out of Boston is New Edition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be related to. <laughs> I'm about to be related to New Edition. Yeah, they coming I out. I told that. you, my girl's Ronnie's cousin. Stop playing. My girl, she's Ronnie's cousin. Yeah. Get the hell out of here, bro. Yeah, my girl, she's Ronnie's cousin. All right, bro. He better be at the wedding. That's all I'm on the father's side. Uh, he better be at the wedding, fam. <laughs> I I don't know. She don't know him like that. <laughs> oh man! So, bro, how long you been? How long you been rapping, yo? Um, I'll say about like five years now, going on six. Um, started taking it a lot more seriously within the last two three years. I got a team around me, a management team I linked up with within the last year. Um, they're out of Boston too. They used to do a lot of um, nightlife. They're called um, DEG Dope okay. Entertainment Group. So I got I got a manager out here that's um it's been COVID so we haven't had a lot to but he's getting me features and getting me placements on Spotify and stuff like that so it's been real been a blessing to team up with those guys and kind of get a solid team around you to to promote and push your music and stuff but yeah five years though yeah man look that's bro, dope that's uh, what um I got a question I got a question Tyler don't be go interrupting ahead, me. I I'm got sorry, a question. I'm sorry. I'm playing. Uh, what got you to start rapping, man? Like, well, what, what inspired you? You know, what's crazy is you still. So you know me from from back in the day, and they got yeah. me Wheezy. And I always used to credit. I'm like, damn, my mom used to ask me why they call you Wheezy. Why you? It's because of my love for. I felt like Lil Wayne. I knew a lot of Lil Wayne stuff. I I would tell myself D Wheezy at the, at a point. You know what I mean? So I love that old school Wayne. It kind of made me fall in love with hip hop, and then. After, just like y'all too, I was an athlete my whole life. I was distracted by the sports, but I would always be writing and doing music on the side. So after I got injured in college and I was like, damn, time to hang up the cleats. What am I going to, what is my passion at? And I, and I kind of circled back to, I was always trying to freestyle or do a rap battle versus, you know, my man's Travis Price, shout out Travis, I would do rap battles. And I would just, you know, I, I would always be musically inclined. So then once I started getting to the studio and recording for real, for real, and doing music videos and stuff like that, I, I was like, there ain't no better, nothing better than this. Like, this is what I love to do. I'm going to do it, whether it pops or not. So it's something I love to do. It's a, it's a passion that helps me express myself. So that kind of really got me into hip hop, for real. After I got injured from sports, 
I was like, I need an outlet. I need some type of creative outlet. And that's and this is what it was. What sport did you play? I played football, yeah. just like y'all. Oh, fellow captain, bro. Fellow oh, captain, bro. Fellow captain, man. I learned a lot of my stuff to football. I learned so much things from football that I take with me in everyday life. Integrity, um, working hard, determination, practicing that's that. That's your that's for sure. A lot of stuff in football kind of really molded me into the to the person I am today, and I take that with me throughout life. And oh, you, uh, what position? So um, I like to be classified as ATH. Oh, but but I, I I normally I play on the um defensive backside in college. Hey. I, I went to Plymouth State University and I played DB at, at Plymouth State. Um, okay. but high school, I did kick return, hmm. punt return, wide receiver, DB. When they made me choose, I was like, I'm gonna go play defense because I don't gotta wait on nobody to call my number, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Hey man, I knew I, I I had a feeling. I had a feeling I was talking to a fellow DB right now. You know, know what I'm I had the feeling. That's dope, though, man. Bro, That's this is my up. fellow captain. Yes, oh, sir. yes, fellow That's captain. That's yeah. right. This is my fellow oh, captain, man. man. I was about to transfer. Remember when I was about to transfer? I had two schools in my Fitchburg and Plymouth State. Yes. I was about. To, who'd you think I was gonna play with? I was gonna play by myself. <laughs> I was like, I had to go with so I had to go somewhere where I was new people, man. Yeah, but you made the right choice though. Ultimately, I felt like you yeah. you went to a, a place where you was challenged and and you was able to kind of really see compete at that level because yeah. that was that's D one A Saint Anselm, right? D two, D two, D two. I choose D two. That was the stupidest. Hey, it beats D three. <laughs> Shoot, it's better than nothing, bro. That's right. Shoot, I mean, I rode the bench, but you know, I got the experience. <laughs> you did. And the camaraderie and the teamwork and the team yeah. atmosphere, you feel me? Yeah, I, it's not better than that. Because I, I mean, I, I played a few games up at Plymouth State D3 level and then I broke my leg and it was over for me. So that's a tough one, man. That's a tough yeah. one. But I'm glad you found an outlet for sure. Yeah, that, we talk about that a lot on this show. We talked about like after football, what are we going to do with ourselves and discover no, what we want to do? It seems like all football players kind of have this because we, we, we're always zoned in weight room. It's football is a 365 all the way year round thing. So it's like, yeah, once that's done for you, you, you kind of hit with that question. Like, Oh damn, what am I about to do? Like, what else is it besides football? And I think we all come to that, to that point where we have to kind of um, make that realization. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah it's a real one. <laughs> Shoot. It's a real one. It's, a- it's time to give it up. You be like, damn. Nah, no, I try to stay. I try to stay as um, connected as I can. I play flag here and there, and then I started coaching high school football um, mm-hmm. with our previous, our former coaches. So they brought me into the staff. I'll be doing the DB. Haven't had a season this year though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's rough. I've been trying to get in contact with them for a minute. I've been trying. I've been trying to coach. I'm telling so you, my schedule you be crazy. If you contact Coach Joe, he gonna put you in there. He gonna take care of you. Contact Coach Joe. I'm trying to get in yeah, there. Yeah, Jay. Man. I got some knowledge, <laughs> bro. I got some knowledge. Hey, and, and, and I'll be knowledge. the one to vouch for you, too. I'll be the one to vouch for you. Them, you. them boys need help. You know what I'm saying? They can Dude, use I got them. some knowledge. Yeah. I got some knowledge. I wanted to talk to you about your music videos. <laughs> I love your music videos, bro. It's creative. get into it, yeah. Yo, yeah. they're creative as fuck, man. I like seeing it because not many people, like, put, like, thought into their music videos anymore. Bro, it's I'll tell you the same thing. thing. No, for real. And I'll tell you one thing for me is I, I, I got tired of seeing the same video. A bunch of dudes out front of the, the crib and bouncing like or in the trap. Yeah. Or, I, I kept seeing the same thing. So I said, you know what? I want to kind of and we I took TV media and I, I always was into like making little movies or skits and videos. So I felt like you got to bring something to the table where they where they're glued in, like something you haven't seen before. So I try to always have some type of storyline or script behind my music videos if you if you noticed um my latest one i think was uh push comes to shove with franzel we did like a kind of like a um like a investigation type of um yeah i peeped that joint and yeah. you know what i mean we have some cuts in there yeah. you know when, when shorty pushed home push franzy's head <laughs> i was dead <laughs> He got so bad. I was like, yeah, but Yo. he played that role to a T. And that's the thing. A lot of the times when we do that stuff, we have the ideas and we have the concepts, but most of it is improv. We, we're yeah. going on the fly, you know what I'm saying? So we're, we're, we try to get into the role and into the character and try to really give y'all something to, 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 to 
stick with. You know what I mean? Not to oh, skip next. I've seen this already. I'm trying to give you something you haven't seen. Yeah, nah, I feel you, bro. I feel you. I I appreciate it. I like all them. I always give them views. I always, I need, I get, I need to get better at sharing. See, I didn't realize how easy it was to share until I started making my own thing, and I was like, oh shit, I should have been doing this for a minute. I didn't know it was this easy. <laughs> you don't realize. You got, to, you got to. My thing too is like, I don't know. I felt like in hip hop. I mean, it's a, it's another competitive sport in a sense. But like, if you're coming from where I come from, and I know you off a rip. I'm, and I and I like it. I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna give yeah. you that share, and that goes for all content creators because people are, are very shy. Some people don't even get to the point where they, they want to do it, and they never get there, and they never put it out because they're scared yeah. of what people are gonna say about them. So if you, if to me, if you put something out and you and you're behind it, and I like it, I'm gonna share that. I'm gonna show yeah, that man. love and spread it. What, what, what's the problem? You, you know, it's hard to put yourself out there. You know. No, I know. I know. Right. So, bro, all right. I mean, when the first time you heard you heard Benny the Butcher? Uh, let's see. So, to be honest, in the uh, my cousin, my cousin Noah is, is very inclined with like underground or like you know upcoming hip hop. So he's kind of in tune. So he always puts me on to new artists, whether it be like the Detroit scam rappers or or this. So this when he brought this to me maybe a year and a half ago, Griselda as a whole. I was very refreshed. I said, damn, this is not, this is more like 90. This is, this is not the hip hop that we're getting nowadays. You know what I'm saying? And and when sure. you do get that, they downplay it. So I was happy they were getting the, the love that they were getting and kind of bringing that promotion back to that gritty type of style of rap that, you know, that I was used to listening to growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely, man. I'm, I thought the same shit. I think for me, um, I'm from, I mean, I, I think West got West Side Gun came out first. Like, yeah. like out of all three of them. So like I they I just remember them on like Rap Radar podcast. I really like that podcast. And he was just talking. And I I love like the feel. I'm not even gonna sit here and act like I'm the biggest like Gazelle fan, but I know when they make music, you gonna get that grimy, like boom bap. You gonna get that feel. And so yeah. Benny the Butcher came to me as a little surprise because I was listening to uh, Pray for Paris, the uh, West Side Guns joint. And uh, Benny Butcher came in first. I'm like, is that J-Rock? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that J-Rock, bro? And then you just hear the, you just hear the ad lib, you know, Butcher covered dick. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll rock with it. It's like, but, but yeah, that was my thing, man. Jay, when you, when you hear Benny? Um, I'm gonna be honest, man. I didn't hear him till till the Griselda thing, and that was like last year. And I heard his name before, like I've like I've seen the name, but I never listened. I was like, oh, that's a good name, that's a creative name, but I never listened. And then I listened to Griselda, and I was like, who are these dudes? And I started looking. I was like, oh, Benny the Butcher. That's one name I recognize. Right. And I was like, that guttural feeling, that that grimy, that dirty, like that. That I've never lived that life, but they paint a picture so well, and it's like I feel like. Exactly. I feel like I'm part of that life. I feel like I'm walking around in the winter with the fucking big ass North Face coats on, with, with the Tim's on, walking through the street. I do it dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but no, for real though. Honestly, I, I feel like I think the first song I heard was the Doctor Birds or something like that. Bird. Um, yeah, that's the same for me. Yeah. So, and then like I said, I was like, damn, this is bringing me back like some unorthodox Wu Tang type of vibe. I'm like, damn, what's a this is this is kind of hot, and I'm like, I, I automatically thought of Pusha T as I was listening to this last tape, the um, Bird and the Proof, because I'm thinking like, damn, the drug references are heavy. Yeah, they got a lot yeah. of drug because that's what they know. That's what they've been through, and I I, I respect the authentic authenticity of the music. You know what I'm saying? That's for sure. That is one feature I'm surprised was not on it. Facts. Yeah. Very I mean, surprised. Cocaine. Cocaine is pushing teas. Yeah, that's his cup of tea. <laughs> that is what he talks about for yeah. sure. Oh my goodness. Oh. So like, all right. How how can y'all define burden of proof? Like, I've been I've been thinking about this like album title, and I'm like, this this is mad deep, low key. <laughs> so like, how would you define burden of proof? Mom? Well, I'll I'll say like there's a line that he has said. Um Basically, he, what he said was um, he had lines 
from a year ago that y'all just catching. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, I felt like he, he's been doing this. Now here's the proof. Like I've been doing this. Y'all are just catching up to speed. I've been putting out fire verses and bars that I, I wasn't even hit to, to be honest. And he, and he kind of let it be known. Like, yeah, I've been doing this. Y'all are just getting, catching wind to me into this group, into this movement, but this is nothing new. Like, this is consistency that we've been doing. It goes to a, a track that he has on there where, where it's, um, he's talking about um, he don't feel famous, yeah. but, or he didn't want, he didn't, you know what I mean? He chose money over fame, but he ended up with both. Yeah. I was like, that, that shit stuck with me. I was like, damn, okay. Cause he, he, you know what I mean? He stayed true to what he knows. He wasn't selling out. He wasn't going for trending stuff and he was, you know, choosing the money. And then because what he did, what he loves, or he's rapping about what he loves and, and what he knows, the money came on after. So he got he ended up with both. I thought that was kind of ill. Yeah. I thought when I thought that song was was dope because I feel like a lot of dudes really do try to duck like the spotlight for real, for real. I know for me, like I'd much rather have the money. I don't want nobody knowing I got money. I just <laughs> like let me get the cash. I let you think I'm broke. You know, I'm finna, I'm finna go Bill Gates style. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I look like a bum with a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's it's it's a that's a very interesting like concept. You know, like I mean, Von, look, I be seeing the way you dressing on the ground, bro. I be seeing your style. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey, get, hey. To be honest, though, I only got one pair. Of I only got one designer, which is my my sunglasses. Everything else is straight, like either local brands or brands that I know of that I support from people around here, or just stuff that I put together. I don't. I don't honestly. I'm not gonna live outside my means. I got a whole other stuff to worry about. I'm not out here buying the latest Kanye's or or. You know what I mean? Even the Jordans, I had to slow down on. I love my Jays. You, you always had Jays back in the day, bro. You always had them. Man, my man Weezy was fly. Was he still fly? But he was fly back in the day. Right, man. <laughs> where you uh, where you get the style from, bro? I mean, I've I've heard in your music, you uh, is this is this is this a Haitian thing or what's your <laughs> where you getting this from, man? Nah, to like I said, to be honest, I I I just put together what. What kind of looks good for me, and I and I think is a time and place for everything. So there's sometimes where I'm dressed up and suited and booted, and I'm you know what I mean, and I got a turtleneck on and my shit's because I'm going for the more professional. And there's other times where I'm going to a a performance or a show, and I might put on something that looked like a butcher's like a like a butcher's vest. You know what I'm saying? Just because yeah. I want to stand out a little bit and I want to show some some um some creativity and artistic because I, I feel like that's a form another form of expression is the way how you how you dress yourself and the way how you you know come about so I feel like for me it's, it's a very delicate thing I try not to go too crazy with the with the expensive brands but I always try to put something together that looks nice as, as to you do both of y'all do as well you feel me I'll be seeing y'all hey, hey, man. I mean, that's, yeah, that's you I'll be people <laughs> I'll be boo. I'll I got be boo. I got a little something. Little I something, see you. Bringing out the Jamie swag. Yeah, I got a little something. You know, I I I stay on top of the game. You know, I got I can't I, I got to switch it up every now and again. Hey, I love that G baby. That G baby um baseball yeah. jersey. That, that G baby. Jersey. Yo, that shit. When I first got it, I was like, damn, this is clean. I got to wear it. With. I was like, this shit's too clean. Shoot, I barely wear it now. I I got so much. I don't go nowhere no more. This COVID shit, man, ruined everything for me. Can't go nowhere. I'll be getting dressed just to go down the street. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it, bro. That's all, that's all I got. I had to bring off my fancy glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I want oh, to talk man. to you about, I want to talk about you, talk to you about, because Benny, he always talked about authenticity and, being himself and he always talked about all these rappers they be lying and this and that i wanted to ask you how important is being authentic for you and your music like how important how is that the most important thing to do stay authentic i'd say it's the most important because i mean at the end of the day you if you rap about something and and people know ah he ain't doing that oh, you know what i mean yeah. like you don't want to you don't want to put up a facade and then have to worry about the consequences later for me I, it's very important i feel like you stay true to yourself for me i try to 
you know, I love doing wordplay and lyricism and and really putting my bars together like that. But at the end of the day, I, I also feel like it, it, it I don't know, it's it's a craft and you gotta stay, like you said, stay true to yourself. Yeah. Me, I like to rap about positive positive things. I like to rap about kind of, you know, insp- something that's inspiring or coming up out of that. I, I hate to like, cause I feel like what, what, what you put out in your raps comes to light. You manifest that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen it happen way too many times where I see rappers rapping about, you know, the wrong thing and then something bad ends up happening to them and stuff like that. And I'm not with all that. I'm, I'm trying to positive, uplift my youth, uplift my people and kind of just make feel good music. That's what I really be striving for. Definitely feel that. I feel that. And it's interesting because, you know, even Benny, while he, you know, he do, you know, I don't, I don't even think he glorify that side. Like, yeah. you know, that, that gangster side of him, but he always be like, look, I could talk about this because I've been through it. Like he said that, like, yeah. it almost begins every song. I talk about yeah. this because I've been through it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, all right, so the other dope thing about this project, all right, this is this is not only a billion budget album, like this man, Hit Boy, like really did his Ooh. thing on this project. And the crazy thing, yo, 2020 was Hit Boy year. Hit Boy, did Nas album Grammy nomination? He also mm-hmm. did Detroit too and Burden of Proof. Yeah. Like he's the only producer. Oh, well, I think uh, Big Sean had a couple, but like Hit Boy did most of the songs on that. Year. Like this man was truly grinding. I loved the beat selection, especially like the samples. Mm-hmm. That sampler, you know, when I went. I'm listening to that. I'm listening to you, Vaughn. I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, this reminds me of a, uh, uh, that, uh, that song. What's it? Uh, Star. It ain't. It's <laughs> it not like, oh, they, oh, that's the Star sample. Oh, these things yeah. got something in common. <laughs> and it's funny you say that. My mother loves. That's the track that my mother she loves the most. She said that reminded her of her childhood. A lot of people I've shown, a lot of older people I've shown, they come back to me like, damn, I remember that song you used to play and I love how you flipped it like that. And yeah, so that's flip. samples, but sometimes samples can be, samples can get you in a lot of trouble, man. I was about to ask you, bro, because yeah. I was like, I mean, how'd you finesse this situation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so samples can get you in a lot of trouble, man. So I just, for me, that last one I use, I'm not able to get any profit off of it, any anything. It's strictly just for recreational uses, you know what I'm saying? So right. therefore, kind of that that how I got. I didn't get that sample cleared, but I used like the producer I got it from. He gave me the okay, like as long as you're not, you know, profiting off of it, then you can make this. You can do that. So I I, I took that and I ran with it and kind of and actually brings me back to a um Benny line. When he says, um, last year was about expand about Brandon, this year is this about expand. Yeah. Right. So right. I mean, I, my thought process was let me use this. I'm not gonna get much from it, but it's a good body of work that can help me brand myself and who I want to be. So I'm gonna put that out there, regardless if I can get profit from it or if I can sell on Spotify or iTunes. It didn't matter to me because I had the visual, I had the clean look. We were all dressed up, suited and booted. Um, we had the fancy tape, like. And, and we were just showing we were stars, and and, and I, I think it was a it was a great record. And hey, bro, y'all was eating good. <laughs> was that Ruth hey, Chris? Was that Ruth Chris? Y'all scarfing the the shrimp and the steak. I was like, oh, they, they just acting. Yeah. These things eating. <laughs> hey, shout out Jay Hunt too. Jay Hunt has been working with. In the last two visuals, he's actually like I give him a concept, I give him a storyline, and he brings my visuals to life. So shout out that man Jay Hunt. He's been working in the city of Boston. Hey, you definitely I'm, putting in work, bro. I'm gonna tell you my favorite ones when y'all was in New Orleans. Ooh. I thought that shit was dope. Yeah, that's uh that's um and see, I'm trying to get back to that type of feel too. I, I realize, you know, um keep it simple, stupid. Don't try to do too much all the yeah. time. So sometimes the simple, the simpler songs pop for real. So I, I like Matt used to say that shit. No, for real, but it's true. So I, sometimes you don't have to go too like I love doing the metaphors, the word plays up, but sometimes it's the simple, the simple songs that be hitting too. So yeah. I try to have a variety of all type of things so for everybody to listen to. That definitely remind me of my favorite feature on Bird the Proof. 
and I definitely gotta give it to Rose. That's this Woo! man. This man Rick Ross. What oh, I man. love about the way he rapped was like the the beat never rushed him. Yeah, it was, bro. The way he starts this off, the niggas desire to fit in. I was invited. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> He said, oh, he said, itches flew out of state just to stand beside us. Where they, like, I was like, bruh, this is just some, like, I'm that nigga type talk, bruh. Yeah, they were definitely talking their shit on that. That's the, um, where would I go, right? That's the nigga yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Bruh. It was just so effortless. He like it was so smooth. He was so smooth with it. Like, he was like, he just let the beat come to him. He didn't go to the beat. Like, right. He just sat there and just, and just spit. That joke was crazy, uh, but I mean, he had a lot of great features on this joint. Vaughn, you got a you got a favorite feature off of this? Um, I would say my favorite feature on it is I gotta say that the the one they used as the single that was my favorite. I think because I had the Wayne feature on it in the Wayne. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. And, and Big Sean. Oh fam, I think you hit mute. Oh, you hit mute. Oh, we can't hear you, bro. Oh, we can't hear you. You hit mute. <laughs> well, why are you figuring that out? Jay, what's your favorite feature? My favorite feature was the was the Big Sean feature. The Big Sean feature? I like Rose's was the best, but I like, you know, I'm a Big Sean fan, so, you know. He had a good line with the um, guy walking with you. You back? You good? You good? You good? You back? Yo, I don't know. My, my thing is... Uh... Oh, we can hear we you. We hear now. you. We hear you. We hear you. You was talking. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we just you was there. talking. <laughs> the video gonna catch up. We don't get paid on YouTube. YouTube don't pay us. Before you not yet. Not yet. I'm yeah, working on it. Yeah, we we getting there. Uh, so you said Big Sean, Jack? Yeah, yeah. I like Big Sean's. I like Big Sean's feature, but Rose's was the best. It was just my personal. I, I'm, you know, I'm a big, big Sean fan. So, you know, once I heard that, I was like, oh, that's the one they kept promoting too. So I was like, I, that's yeah. the first song I heard from from the project. So I was yeah. like, oh, Big Sean. Coming off Detroit too, I was like, oh, this is fire. I think yeah. if if Rose won in it, I, I like the Freddie Gibbs joint too. I think oh, that's yeah. like, Freddie yeah. Gibbs joint is Freddie Gibbs, he went off. <laughs> I've never listened to Freddie Gibbs. Until this song, to this, to the, to that song, I never heard him rap. Damn, I'm dead ass. I never heard him rap. I knew who he was. I just never heard him rap. Bro, when he get in his bag, he oh. said some funny shit. He said, "When I, when I, um, I control my shorty's only fans. I got computer work or something yep. like that." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he, he a funny dude, man. I really like Freddie Gibbs. That Alfredo joint was, that Alfredo album was was something different, man. That's on my list. I gotta get to it eventually. Oh my god! I just be, I be getting overwhelmed, bro. That's Scotty Bean. These albums be coming so fast. I'm like, damn, damn, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. I know. Dude. I used to like not get rushed by the music. Like even with streaming, I wouldn't let it rush. Like if I'm gonna listen to it or not. But now that we doing this, it's like, dang, I'm back on it. We gotta go next, next album, next week. So it's just been a process, though. It's been a process. Speaking of sure albums, um, Vaughn got minding my own business. Mind, hey, bro, that's still tipping freestyle. I just want to like thank you for using that beat, bro. Like I ain't Yo, you went in, even bro. about still tipping and forever. Yeah. That brings back a feel. You know what I'm saying? That takes niggas back. Yeah, and that one was actually I had that. I had that done. I, what I like to do when I go in the studio is I, I always do like I take an industry beat and I do a freestyle to warm up. So oh, I had sorry. that one. I had that one in the cut for a minute, but I said, you know what? I think this will fit perfect right here. I was talking my shit on there a little bit, and you know, let me let me um let me include this on the album real quick. So yeah, that made the that made the final cut list. Yo, you went in on that, man. I was listening. I was listening to it the other day. And every time that song comes up, it, it catches me off guard. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, he coming on this, he coming on this, okay, I see you, I see you. Yeah, that don't really catch you off guard. Like, yeah. you be listening to it next, you hear that beat, you're like, hold up. <laughs> Damn, man, I ain't heard that song in so long, bro, but it just yeah. took me back, bro. Oh man, them niggas, 
who was on that the original joint? It was Mike Jones, Paul Wall, and Paul Wall. Slim Thug. Slim, Slim Thug. Thug. Oh, yeah, Slim Thug. That nigga Paul Wall is the people's champ. <laughs> I was like a baller. <laughs> yeah. I miss the nigga. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Oh man. All right. Um uh, before I get you got any questions, Jay, before I get into the quick hit, quick hitters. Nah, nah, get, in, get into the quick the quick hits. Uh we did. Oh, did we do favorite song? Nah. Favorite song. My favorite song, to be honest, is the is the, is the first very first track. Okay. Burn the proof. Burn the truth. I felt like when when I heard that the beat behind it, like you said, Hip Boy did his thing. I was very impressed. Hip Boy has been that Nas album. He was way better than the Kanye one. This yeah. Um, and then this Burn the Proof. I think. He... Did it go mute again? Yeah, it went mute again. John went mute again. Hey, bro, you went mute. <laughs> I don't think he can hear us. Can he hear us? I don't know. I hope. I hope. Hey, look at this. Go. Ah, I like that. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's back. It's back. <laughs> I'll Yo. be honest with you. We're here. What yeah, did you say? Yeah, yeah. You got to be mute like the whole time. <laughs> nah, you good. You good. You good. To keep it short and sweet, I um, I like that. Bread and approve that first track, and I love the fact how they put the mad rapper on the end of it for the skit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. It, it reminded me of Reasonable Doubt. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. This album definitely felt like a like like Reasonable Doubt. We we uh, of course I say J Rock again, but I just feel like I was listening to a J Rock. It reminded me but, like, but nigga, like he's still different. You know what I'm saying? It sound. It reminded me of like Reasonable Doubt, but like coming from Wu Tang, like a mix of Wu Tang mm-hmm. and Reasonable Doubt. And then that skit at the end, that shit, the Tony Soprano shit, yeah. he really sounded like him. <laughs> and then what, yeah, <laughs> once he said, once he said, okay, I'm reloaded. I was like, oh shit, that's homeboy. That's dude, that's dude from Thing. Yeah, he's been on, he's been on the Rock, Rockefeller yeah. records. He's been on Bad Boy records, on some of Mace's records. Yeah, what is his name, not. bro? Because I've heard it before and I just like, I totally forgot. That's a mad, mad rapper. That's mad rapper. Man, I thought it was yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's what they call him in the skits and stuff like that. Yeah. Bad boy skits, but I, he definitely has a. Uh, he, I mean, I guarantee you, if you type in mad rapper, his real name will pop up. Got you. I thought he had another nickname or something. But all right, that's a bet. That's a bet, man. Uh, dang. Uh, go ahead, Jake. Let me go through the list. My favorite song. I got you right now. Hold on, I got. Oh, we, we both go through over the limit. Over the limit is my favorite song. Really? Yeah. Well, you with know, Dom Dom, Kennedy? yes, with Dom Kennedy. Like, Tom Kennedy's my boy, bro. When you asked me what's the worst track, I was waiting for y'all to ask me. I was gonna say that's the worst track. <laughs> uh, it's because Dom <laughs> Kennedy fell. Dom Kennedy fell off, man. But you know, hey Dom, step your. Yeah, he he he, he <laughs> just be lazy now. Yeah, he be lazy now. But nah, I fuck with that one. I love a good Dom Kennedy feature, especially when he actually raps instead and tries to rap well. I don't know, man. He he fell off, but that was my favorite one. I kept going back to that one. That one in um, that one in um, where is it? What is it? Uh, I like War Paint. Oh yeah, that's what that has. Um, Kanye has the best verse on War Paint, to be honest. Yeah, sure. oh, yeah. he does. Yeah. I think honestly, personally, I think Conway might be the best one out of all of, <laughs> out of, all of I, I think, think so, you, bro. Hey, yo, you coming out the side? You know, help me talking like that. Hey, yo, his project, his project was fire, yo. <laughs> oh, no, no, for real, yo, no cap. <laughs> hey, bro, no funniest thing, funniest thing was his tiny desk, and they put the bike to the side. <laughs> <laughs> Bike to the side. I'm like, oh nah. Get that man some respect. Nah, it was uh yeah, I think he might be the best one, man. I like this album. I like that joint he had with Method Man. That yeah. was too dope. I think I think uh Westside, he Westside is definitely the face, he's the personality. Like his ad libs are hilarious. Yeah. I sound like, old, but I don't I don't be knowing what he's saying. I, I, I don't know what he said. I just be like, hey, yo, flip the rim, flip the scale, we'll just go to... I'll be like, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> talk that talk. Crush it. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm giving my favorite joints go definitely one way one way flight with, with Freddie Gibbs. I love that. Oh, beat, I like man. that one too. I, I could drive. I could drive out to that one. You know, I get in the window. I like just, that one too. That's another one I was kept, I kept going back to. That's a summer joint. Put the windows down. You know what I'm saying? Legend was good too. The beat on Legend, I, I fuck with the beat on Legend hard. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one he made a music video for. Nah, nah, he made a video for Famous. Did he make a video for Famous? I was looking, yeah. man. I couldn't find it. It was hard to find his joints, bro. I yeah. Know, just lost on YouTube, but they got like... Shots <laughs> 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 gone. Oh, my goodness. All right, uh, all right, well, we know what your worst song is, Ma. Uh, Jay, what's, what's the worst one for you? This is the hardest question to answer every week, bro. Honestly, I be having a hard time. Uh, come back to me. Come back to me. I gotta think. <laughs> I gotta think. I might agree. agree with Vaughn, man. I think "Over the Limit" is really "Over the Limit" is the worst song. That's the one. That's man. the one I can skip, bro. I can skip that one easy. I, I think it, it was the, the, the way how he came in on the hook, Jay. That's why I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it might be the worst song. I don't know what is about Don Kennedy, man. Look, man. Hey, bro. Don Don <laughs> Kennedy came out fire with the Yellow album, right? Sure he did. Had, he had all the like, what? What? Get home, home safely, safely is a classic. Safety is a daggone classic. After Get Home Safely, bro. He did have a Dom. He had the album Don Kennedy, but that was okay. I don't know what happened to this man after Get Home Safely, bro. Like. Oh my goodness! I'm so sick of this nigga, bro. Like, this nigga ain't rapping. Like, I, don't, I don't know what the music he just see. Like he's just like extra high all the time. Like the nigga don't don't even go in on the song no more. This shit ain't got no vibe. Like he don't even go on. He don't even have a flow anymore. He be off. You know it's crazy. Beat. When I when I first got introduced to Dom Kennedy, we were out in Arizona Western, and everybody in. And he said everyone in Arizona loved him. Bro, it was, it was painful. It's painful to see his downfall. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Man. I'm hurt. I'm hurt by it. Yeah, I'll never forget the day you introduced me to Dom Kennedy. And I was like, who is this? That yellow album with the with the uh the biggie. He had that he had that hidden song in that joint. Uh what was it? Money. Damn, I forget he had the biggie beat in there though, and I was like, yo, this 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 that nigga, man. I just I don't oh, know what happened, bro. man. All right, God, dang. What song do you my man my man Wheezy? What song do you see the big three on? All right, let's clarify the big three. You said it is Drake. Yep, Drake, Kendrick, Cole, Kendrick. Yep. Yes, sir. Unless you got your own personal big three. Honestly, I think they I think it'd only be fitting for them. There's only two tracks they could get on is the the timeless one, but they already had Wayne and, and Big Sean on that. So then yeah. I, I told them the legend, the legend track with that beat. I feel like I feel like they can both do their thing on that. They can skate on that. Yeah. Hey bro, I real think, quick, my bad, y'all. Let me address the elephant in the room. You got a baby. <laughs> hey, me, baby. Bring the baby. Let me ask you, bro. How? Because I, I, I got married in May, so I'm just curious. Like, how, how's fatherhood been for you, bro? Fatherhood has been good. <laughs> it's stressful. It's stressful, but it's a blessing. I'm not going to lie. And I know it only will get better with time, like fine wine. Yep. Indeed. That's, that's Indeed. how it'll be. Oh man, what's up, Shawty? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's what's up. Ain't mistaken, that's your son. Dude, <laughs> that's your twin, bro. <laughs> Yo, <Man>. that's your twin. <laughs> so, like, how how did how's it how did it feel when you found out it was a boy, man? Yo, you know what's crazy was I was team girl at first, only because I felt like I was I don't know I, I just felt like. I was going with the stereotypes. People were saying, like, you know, if you if you kind of had to play a pass, God's gonna bless you. <laughs> but right. I'm very happy that we had a boy, and and here he is. You know what I'm saying? So I was very excited to have team to to have a little boy. So yeah, that's beautiful. 
how's the uh like how how's the teamwork take like how's that going with 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 uh with the mother like how how y'all working together like is this is this like y'all y'all got shifts like what y'all be doing <laughs> So um, let's see. It depends. Honestly, I feel like we both hold our weight in, in different ways. You know what I'm saying? So I, I will say I do got to get better with the middle of the night waking up because I, I got to get up early for work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He be he be demanding in the middle of the night for bottles and stuff. Oh, so she really takes that night shift. And you know, when I get home, I do the bath times. I put him to bed and stuff like that. So. We we kind of balance it out here and there, you know what I mean? Whatever whatever need be, we kind of we, we pick up each other's weight. Shoot, man, I like I'm just so curious because like I mean I, I want to have kids one day, but like also right, as as a as a as a man having a son, like what type of responsibility you feel like you got now to to be like that example? First, you gotta definitely you gotta one bring home the bacon and make sure that you got a steady income. Cause you, the baby gotta eat, you gotta eat, everybody gotta eat. So we gotta make sure that you taking care of what you gotta do, regardless of how bad you hate your job or whatever it brings that income in. You gotta sacrifice and do that. And then other other two is kind of leading by example. Kind of like I said, I don't wanna, I don't want nobody swearing. I don't want no profanity around my kids. So I'm not, mm. I'm making sure I use the right language. Others around them using the right language, and kind of just, um, you know. Being positive, showing him, the, showing him yeah. the ropes, you know. Yeah. I am not ready for the not cussing part. <laughs> Yo, so all right, all right, I'm so interested. What was the process like preparing, like before before he came? What was that process of like preparing yourself for that? Um, I feel like it was. I knew that I was gonna have less time in the studio, so I was in the studio heavy, mm -hmm. um, just pre-recording. I knew that I needed extra money, so I picked up a side job on the weekend. I was working seven days a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was just I was just really um trying to trying to get my eggs, my, my ducks in order so that way when he came, I didn't have no no complications, no problems. And it kind of worked out good for me in that in that sense. I find it so so interesting. My brother-in-law, uh, I remember when he had his first his first child and like the hustle just went on another level once he yeah. found out like that child was coming. It's just crazy what knowing that responsibility, it's crazy what, what that can do to a man, like really pushing to like just a whole nother, whole nother level, whole nother just like season in his life. So but that's yeah. dope, man. That's dope. You you yeah, uh that's, that's admirable, bro. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. I, you gonna have them dad raps, <laughs> <laughs> and that's crazy. Um, so I feel like I haven't. I've been kind of ever since the MMOB track um, project I dropped. People have been. I had a lot going on in my life since then. So I feel like it's. Look forward to the music that I drop coming out soon because I'm I'm speaking on a whole different type of platform, a whole different type of um, messages and, and, and things of that nature. Because you know I've just been experiencing a lot of different things. Bro, the growth about to be crazy. I'm gonna tell you, man. You you already grown a lot, so if you could only get better, that's even better, man. Cause when you first started, you were straight, and now from where you where you started to now, bro, amazing, bro. You right. and you know it's crazy. Working. I see the same thing about y'all. No Clarence podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you came a long way. Still yeah. gotta follow me. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate it, man. We just try to stay consistent. We try yeah, to stay consistent. Key. Definitely, that's it's key, a roller man. coaster. Learn this video stuff, you know. We right. we try to be on point, man. Watch when we start getting in person once COVID early. Oh uh, yeah, we. we, we I'm telling you, I got some ideas. We got some crazy. We got some crazy <laughs> ideas about. We got some ideas, man. We, we got some ideas. A, we feel to be bored at a podcast for sure. We, yeah, we put this thing together. Shoot, I'm telling, I'm trying to make this an empire, bro. We bought a, we bought a no Clarence podcast network, bro. Yes, sir. Hey, I need some merch too. Stop playing with me. I need to know. We working on it. It's coming. We, it's coming. We got ideas. We just gotta make sure we do it right. I'm thinking of the design. Take your time. Take your time. That's my best. Yeah. Take your time. No rush. It's on y'all. Yeah. When the merch come. It's coming. Mm -hmm. When it comes, it comes, bro. It's coming. That's another I need, thing. I need me a medium. 
I got you. We put it to the side for you. We put it to the side. We got you. All I, don't want no, I don't want no discounts neither. I pay full price for my joint support. You know, no discounts. You gonna make sure you part of the, the no clearance family now. The mo, no clearance mafia. That's what no we call clearance it. alumni. He no yeah, you an alumni now. So once you an alumni, you get the hookup. All right. <laughs> get the hookup. Speaking of, speaking of mafia, that bring me back the latest song that uh, I felt bad. We're talking about burden of proof. He made that whole track um, for Bill's Mafia, and they fell yeah. short last Sunday. Ooh. So, Ooh. so Ooh. for Bill's Mafia, yeah, yeah, good fan base. I seen y'all donate a lot to Lamar <laughs> and his charities, but yeah, nah, they, they had to take the bro. All right, can somebody try to explain to me why Stefan Diggs was watching the award ceremony? Did y'all see that picture? <laughs> yeah, he's getting yes. he's getting fuel. He's getting motivation. Like, he's getting mad as hell. It's like, oh, I shoot. get it. It's like, I get it, but I'm like, Damn. a little weird. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> take go to the locker room, bro. I could have watched it on the TV. Got the same motivation. Yo, didn't you play him in high school? I did play against Stefan Diggs in high school. Oh, wow. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. Um, let me just say, we we got destroyed. I played, <laughs> we was in the same conference. So I, I had to see him twice. Uh, you know, he was he was varsity his freshman year, so I ain't played against him JV, but he was uh that whole team was so fast that they looked slow. <laughs> like, oh, <I> see. <laughs> like they they glided, they glided on the football field, bro. I, I lie to you not, bro. All of them. It was him, Kendall Fuller was on that team, he played with the Redskins, uh Blake Counters, he with the Eagles. I like Damn. it was it was it was uh, there was a dude West Brown like that good council squad almost threw a touchdown pass on him though third string quarterback almost <laughs> threw a touchdown pass shout out to that but yeah yeah Diggs Diggs is he was number two athlete that year dude, we gotta talk about the goat we gonna talk about Stephon Diggs we gotta talk about the goat we gotta talk about Brady real quick I'm Brady yep the two goat Super Bowls, man. that's ten. Shoot, he probably if he wins this, even if he don't win it, he's still like the greatest. He's the greatest football player of all time. The crazy stat I saw was that he made the NFC Championship more than players that've been in there for ten plus years. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. He, be, you know, he tied Drew Brees. Shoot, oh, man. man. Uh, here's my question about Brady. Would you kiss your son? When he like <laughs> <laughs> when your son hit like nine, ten, like are you kissing your son on the lips? Nah, that's a white people, that's white people shit, bro. I only see white people do that. Yeah. I don't know if that's where you're getting the powers from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you said it, I don't know. <laughs> I know my man's work. I know he work hard, but I'm like, what's the what's the secret here? It's the, it's the diet. It's the diet. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, it's the diet his, for sure. His diet crazy. Uh, any of y'all ever read that TV twelve book or his little his little TV twelve thing? Uh, nah, I ain't read it. That's too much focus. Vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Way too much focus, bro. It's oh, so crazy to be that that dominant, bro. Ten championships in twenty. Imagine, years. shoot. And football, football is not easy. It's different in basketball, but football, that's easy. I mean, that's hard. I mean, football is hard to do that. Making it to the Super Bowl is like one of the hardest things to do in sports. And, and you know, in the playoffs, one loss, you out. Like, this yeah, is, this is nuts. This is nuts. But, all right, my hey, bro. First of all, I didn't mean to cut you off when you was giving your top three, Jay. Now nah, you good. <laughs> now nah, you good. But so let me. All right, who's your? Where you put in the three kings, bro? All right, so I'm gonna put. Let me pull up the track list real quick. I'm gonna put. Um, I'm gonna add. Ah man, I wrote this down. Hold on, I gotta find it. I wrote it down somewhere. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm putting Kendrick uh, over the limit to make it a better song. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm going to put Cole on War Paint and then add Drake to Timeless. Okay. Okay. I like that. I, I think I'm adding Drake on One Way Flight. I feel like a Freddie Gibbs and Drake 
is I feel like that would sound dope as hell. Um, J. Cole, I feel like J. Cole on Famous just because he, I feel like he that type of dude that just don't. <laughs> he always talk about being a B-list celebrity. Um, man, uh, Kendrick on Legend because that's what he is. That man won a Pulitzer Prize, fam. There is no other rapper yeah. <laughs> that can say that, bro. So I'm I'm giving that to him. So yeah, shout out to them three. Um, damn. What's, what's our other joints? Uh, we went through all of them. For real, I feel like we be going. Through. I think so. Yeah, we went through all of them. We already talked feature, best song, worst song, three kings. We ain't got that many questions. We ain't got that many questions. I guess it is almost time, right? Because we, yeah. we recorded. All right. Um, God, all right. We're going to take it to the register then, man. Vaughn, like, how'd you feel about this episode? How you feel about the album? Like, you know, talk your piece, bro. Hey, man, I felt like this episode was, was A1. We touched a lot of different topics. And aside from the Benny the Butcher, we, we had a lot of gems, a lot of hidden gems in this in this episode right here. And then I feel like the, the the album with the Hit Boy production behind it, I definitely will give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm a little. I'm a bit of a harsh critic. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna give mm, it. A seven. Okay. Okay. Hey, that's good. That's, 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 that's better than average. Just it's above average. That's for sure. My nigga passed. <laughs> C's get degrees. That's hey, what I said. That's hey, what they say. That's the truth. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. I'm a. First off, I'm going to thank you for coming on, Weezy. I mean, Vonda, I can't not call you Weezy. You feel me? So I'm happy you coming on. I Like I told you earlier, I'm happy. I'm, I want people whose opinions I value to be on this platform because I want it to be out to everybody. You feel me? So I appreciate you coming on. I value you. You're the homie for life. We may not talk. We may not talk all the time, but I know every time we get together, it's like nothing changed. So, you know, exactly. I appreciate you coming on. You know, it's all love over here. This album, I'm a fan of Benny the Butcher now. You know, I've never really listened to a project before. So this is a good project to to get into if you never heard them before. And, you know, Dom Kennedy get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, like Jay said, yo, Vaughn, we, we really appreciate you being on. Uh, like, you definitely have a, a solid, like, work. You got a solid history of some, some good music. Uh, and, like, we definitely see the work you're putting in. So I just hope you get the, that opportunity to just keep grinding. You know, keep, just keep shining your light. You know what I'm saying? And uh, wish you the best with fatherhood. You know, I've been praying for a healthy baby. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, as a man, like that's like the greatest blessing anybody can have is, is a child. So uh, much more more power to you for that. Uh, Benny the Butcher, uh, just like Jay, this is only my first like full project from him. And like from what I heard, he normally rap on like a little darker beats. So I'm glad that, you know, Hit Boy, Hit Boy got to work with him. And he really was, uh, you could just feel it. You could just feel, like Jay said, the authenticity. You could, you could, uh, you could just hear it in his voice that he was really trying, trying to let, let them know about the street life and just making it. So, uh, man, this actually was a, like, <laughs> it's a good episode. We fought through, we fought through the baby yelling. We, we fought through a couple of glitches, but look, we still here. So we got, we added some new segments to the show. Actually, yeah, we had a one-do segment. But, uh, so should we do mine first, oh, Jay, or yours? Nah, you do your, you do your new segment right, first. Right, Let you this, get. I, I gotta put the time on. Yeah, put the time. You got on. thirty seconds. Thirty bro. seconds. Thirty seconds. This is this is my rant. This is my rant of the week. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go. All right. So the Philadelphia Eagles just got a new coach. I don't know who this nigga is <laughs> out here. We skipped on the Kansas City offense coordinator. We skipped on Deuce Staley. I swear to you, Jeffrey Lurie, you tripping. I put this on everything, bro. I look, I'm not trying to say you racist nothing, but you not hiring a black <laughs> coach. You not hiring a black coach. You really got me messed up right now. 
And I promise you, that, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if we ain't winning, I ain't buying Tom, no nigga, Tom, 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 Tom. All right, all right. You good? All right. You good? He been holding this in all. Hey, you had to get that off. You <laughs> what is wrong with you? All right, I'm done. I'm done. All right, Jay. This is dirty, all right, hold dirty up. joke of the week. Dirty joke of the week. <laughs> what you got, bro? I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. What are the three shortest words in the English language? <laughs> what? Is it in? <laughs> I'll be thinking of the most random shit. <laughs> Is it in? Okay. Oh, okay. All oh, right, man. Boy, <laughs> I've been yeah, on top of it. Yeah, yeah. You've been good the past couple of weeks. Bro. All right, Weezy. This is the point where we have our guests like promote, talk your shit, promote anything you got coming up, all that good stuff. Social yes, media, all that. Hey, look, Von Don hit. V-O-N-D-O-N. Y'all go check that in. YouTube, Spotify. I got a new album. I just had released this uh, maybe a few months ago. MMOB. Minding my own business. Oh, dang. This guy going to sound. <laughs> I felt it. I felt it. Appreciate you know, it. I felt the energy, bro. Out the air, <laughs> I felt the energy. So, yeah. hey, look. Y'all go ahead and support. Hey, bro, we're going we gonna to put your Instagrams. We're going to put your everything. Instagram at the bottom. We're going to put everything in there. We'll so. put the link to the to your, to your music in the, in the description. Yeah. yeah you got you. That. Love, your, next music, mu- your next music video, you need an actor. Hit me up. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, y'all up. might see in a, in a new feature in the video. Yes. Yeah. Shit, let me know. I'm about to pull up. I'm about to take a flight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to take a flight. But yo, man, hey. To our listeners, man, that's a wrap today. Hey, we appreciate you all for being on once again. Jay, yep. always a pleasure. You know what I'm saying? And uh, to our No Clans family, thank you for listening. To all my brothers out there, please make it home. And to all my black women especially, we love you. It's the No Clans Podcast. Peace. Peace. Hey.